0: Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Praise God. While you're still standing, while the demons of hell are quaking and God is celebrating, we're going to do some damage in the spirit realm for a moment because I've got a holy commission for this morning. And uh, while I was doing what any great man of God does, sitting at McDonald's having breakfast this morning, God spoke to me and said, this is a day of recommissioning for the people of God. I want all the house lights as high as we can, please. That'll be awesome. This is a day, this is a day of recommissioning, recommissioning, recommissioning for the people of God, because some of you have felt like you've been decommissioned. You have been taken out of action. And uh, God spoke to me and said, the enemy has tried to take some of you out, but today is a day that we reverse that. You don't have to reverse it. We're gonna reverse it. Can I have a lot more of this in the fallback? That'd be awesome. I just want to yell a bit Because there's some demons of hell that I want to get their attention. I want to shake some things in the spirit. You might be going, this is not what I came for. But let me ask you a question. Have you liked the place that you've been stuck in or are you ready to move? Because there is an enemy. We don't like to talk about this, but there is an enemy who is against the people of God. He is defeated by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, but he does not give up. He keeps on coming. He keeps on coming. He keeps on coming. But today we're going to put up shields up, shields up, shields up, shields up. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord while you're still standing. If you feel like the enemy has been coming against you and you are sick and tired and had enough and you want to kick him where it hurts, I want you to lift up your hands to heaven right now. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's in your health. I don't know what it's in. Maybe it's in the sense of your dream, your calling. But I'm not just playing games there. I'm not getting excited for the sake of getting excited. There is a war on. There is a battle on. But I declare, Ephesians 1, verse 18 down to 23, I declare it in the spirit realm right now. I pray that the eyes of our heart will be enlightened so that we may know the hope of our calling, that we may know the glorious riches of the inheritance in us God's holy people and that we may know the incurably the incomparably great power for God The ones, for us who believe that same power is the power that God exerted when He raised Christ from the dead and He placed Him in the heavenly places far above all principalities all powers, every name every title, everything every demon, every principle every opposition, and He did it for us, the church, which is God's people, which is the fullness of Him who fills everything in every way. Father, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, I take authority right now over every demon, every principality, every power, every spiritual force at work. And if this is you, lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your hands right now and turn your face to heaven. Turn your face to heaven. Cry out, Lord, right now I pray that we'll have a revelation of the goodness of God, the glory of the majestic, the most high, the hail King Jesus seated on a throne. And right now, Lord, oh, I declare that the enemy is I rebuke Him. I forbid Him attacking you any longer. And right now, I just say enough is enough. Over your family right now, I declare freedom and life. Over your finances, I declare freedom, prosperity in Jesus' name. Over your health, I declare freedom and wholeness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Over this church, I declare an acceleration of the purposes and the plans of Almighty God. And I declare in the spirit round no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Right now, just lift your hands, look to heaven, picture the king on the throne, and now receive the smile, the contentment, the rest, the settled ease of God right now, it is finished, it is finished, it is finished, that thing turns around today in Jesus' name thing turns around, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And as a prophet, I right now declare and prophesize, it turns around today. It turns around today. It turns around today. It turns around in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's your breath, oh God. You pour out our praise. It's your breath. It's your breath, it's your breath. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. We pour out our praise to you Father right now in this place we declare this is the habitation of the Holy Spirit. We are the habitation of the Holy Spirit. This environment is a habitation of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, God, that anything other than the Spirit of the living God is bound and is silenced and is defeated and is cast out. And so we declare this is holy ground. And in this next little while, God, we're asking for a supernatural, a spiritual transference. We're asking for a recommissioning. We're asking for a shifting. And if you are hungry, hungry, hungry for the Spirit of God to have His way, I just want you to open your mouth and say, God, speak to me, God. Show me what you want me to see. God, in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen, 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 amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. You may take your seat. Thank you, guys. Fantastic. Praise God. I said praise God. God is good. All the time? I did, just for you. Well, thank you so much for having me back here, guys. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege. I don't want to give any acknowledgement to the enemy, but I want to tell you right now that I've been contending the last few days in my physical body because God wanted to do something spiritual here. And I know there's an enemy at work. But I just feel like I just got to keep on reminding us, man, he's he's not being defeated. He is defeated. We got to make sure we got God in the right perspective and the devil in the right perspective. And that right perspective is not that the devil is the counterpart equal to God. Remember, he's a created being. (laughs) He's a counterpart maybe uh, opposite to the archangels because he is one of them, but he's no equal to God. And he's no equal to you because God lives in you. And so I want to declare that. I think there's pretty good news here today. And uh, uh, it's only my second time here with you guys, but it's the second time in only really a few months. So you're either gladdened for punishment or you know a good thing when you see it. I'm not sure which one it is. But uh, I hope it's the latter one because I think you guys are awesome. Today, thank you, Pastor Michael and Pastor Kirsten. It's just a privilege to be here. Today, uh, I have a very, very clear uh, mandate from God. And uh, last time I was here, I declared those four things that Pastor Michael mentioned. And uh, I do believe with all of my heart. And if you believe anything I'm saying today, you feel free to get a bit verbal and add your agreement. I don't need it, but you know what? You need it. Because some of you verbalize out of your mouth your problems and challenges all day every day and come into agreement with them because it comes out of your lips yet when it comes to things of God we're pretty silent you don't come into agreement in your spirit or in your mind but with your mouth that's biblical that's biblical even God the father wanted light and the spirit of God was ready to bring light but light couldn't come until the word said let it be what is that amen let it be I come into agreement with what Father wants, Spirit of God, bring it into reality. And when you, out of your mouth, come into agreement with something that is truth, you release the Spirit of God to bring it into reality. That was way better than you, th- you just agree with me on. So you've got room for improvement this morning. And it's not for me, it's for you. Everyone say, it's for me. I don't know if you're getting me even in this first few minutes because some of you are a bit shell-shocked. I have no idea. But we need to come into agreement with God out of our mouth. How many times are we walking around talking about our problems and how we're feeling our ailments and what the enemy is doing and what's happening? We talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. How much do we walk around talking about what God is like and what God is doing all over this earth? And God is doing good things. And God is doing more good things than the enemy is doing bad things. But we get the notice of the enemy. And it's time for us to get the notice of God and notice God and get Him in our focus and start to declare it and say amen. So I believe with all of my heart that what was prophesied over the church last year, and over your life. And you might say, God hasn't prophesied over my life. If you've read the Bible, God has prophesied over your life. If you want a prophetic word, it starts in Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning of God, and at the end of Revelation, it says, Amen, let it be. And everything in between, you can promise. You can grab it. Some of us wanted someone to come up and give us some little nice packaged word. Man, you got a book full of prophetic promises. And it start was in the beginning, God, amen, let it be. God, let it be. God, let it be. God, let it be. Righteousness, peace, joy, and the whole Holy Ghost. Come on, I come and give you a plans and a purpose, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. You and your children, come on, shall serve the Lord. Come on, it's time to start to say amen, 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 amen to what God. God has declared. Woo! That's my version of amen. <clears throat> All right. So I believe it's God's plan, God's purposes, and they are going to come to pass. But I feel that, as I said, the enemy has tried to take some of us out. We're standing together in the spirit realm. Okay, we're standing together in the spirit realm. We're reversing that. But what I feel to do to you today is come, not to come and add something new. Uh, add something fresh but what I felt God um, was saying is he showed me five pictures and I'm going to download them to you, Uh, prophetic pictures I saw and then he started to tell me what they mean and so as I start to declare them, these are things that, this is, this is, let me explain it this way, you can have a runner that is ready to run, uh, knows where the end goal is and he may be, you know, totally built for it, he's trained for it and he's ready to go. But sometimes they get injuries. And maybe it's just a bit of a twinge, a bit of a something uh, out of place in, in, the, in the body. And even though it can be in a localized position like it was, has been with my back the last few days, it can be in a localized position. But how many people know one little thing in a, a localized position out of place can stop the whole runner from running the race? His legs might be fine. His arms might be fine. His head might be fine. His lungs might be fine. His heart might be fine. But if there's something out of alignment, what does needs to happen? That that, that needs to be held up. Um, the, you go to the chiropractor. They get an x-ray. They put it on the x-ray machine. What happens? The light shines through. You see where the thing is out of place, and then it is moved. Why? Not to cause you pain, not to cause you to be a good person, but to actually put back into alignment that which was out of alignment why so that we can run in such a way as to win the apostle Paul said and I believe you and I believe you as a church are called to not run a race but to run in such a way as to win and some of those things that you have thought were natural was actually a spiritual thing behind it and today we're saying no more in the spirit realm we're saying no more We're saying no more. And I want to download these five things. And I just believe the result. This is my prayer. And I believe with all my heart, Pastor Michael, that this is God's intention, that as a result of the end of this weekend, some things in your life, in this body, have had, been, uh, have had the light of God shine through the x-ray. We have said, okay, let's realign that. And now we are ready to run into the fullness of Father's intention. Now, if you don't want that, then you just sit there and look bored. But if you want it, then I want you to engage and say, no, we're going to step into this, step into this, step into this, step into this. Let me give you the pictures. Are you ready? Father, have your way in this place. Here's the first picture I saw. I see corridors, uh, and when I say pictures, these are things I actually saw. So if you can, I want you to try on the ones that you can to actually picture them and allow the Spirit of God to speak. So I see corridors that have not been used for a while. That lead to rooms, which hold wonderful things for now. I see corridors that lead to they have not been used for a while. That lead to rooms, which hold wonderful things for now. And Pastor Kirsten and I had a little chat before church about you know uh, now and the future. And if we're not careful, we'll think that God's doing something good in us for now, for the future. I want to declare if God's God is doing something good in us now for now. He is a present God. He is a present God. Everyone say, he is a present God. See, God, some of us are hoping that in the future, can we shift that? No, today. See, today. See, today. See, today I do a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm doing something today. God cannot not be doing something. So I want to declare to you, I see the corridors haven't been used that lead to rooms which hold wonderful things for now. And so that was the picture I got, I, I saw at the corridors and saw the rooms, I saw great things in them, treasures and just incredible things and it's for now, but people hadn't been accessing, they hadn't been walking down these corridors and I said, okay Father, what are you saying here? And so let me read you what I'm saying and I'm going to re- do the first two pictures and then I'm going to call for a response and we're going to pray and we're going to shift something and then I'll give the next three, is that cool? So get ready, because this is not about just a nice message. If you if you want a nice message, sometimes we come too much for nice messages. We need to we need to believe that the Spirit of God cares about us so much. He moves us from glory to glory to glory to glory, and the ones that He loves. Sometimes He corrects things. As I said to the elders last night, we need to get a, an accurate picture of the word correction when it comes from God. Correction we think is not like a fifteen year old rebellious child that's on the brink of hell that is getting involved in all the drugs and and. Uh, uh, and so we come to correct them to save them from death. No, it's like a little child that is in a family that is loving and just two years old and just enjoying and just running around and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes in their in- innocence and ignorance, maybe they start to step towards something that's going to be unhelpful. Maybe it's going to harm them. Maybe like it's the hot stove and the loving mother, the loving father comes and, and just corrects and they just redirect them away from that. Why? But it's just to protect them from the pain that they don't want, which is, by the way, is the true definition of freedom, keeping us free from the pain that we don't want and redirects us, and this is what God loves to do, because many times we don't even know what's causing us to be stuck, and God wants to come and just bring correction. Why? So that we can walk in freedom and fulfillment. So let me tell you what I believe this means, a corridor that haven't been used for a while that leads to room, which hold wonderful things for now. This is what God said to me, disappointment is one of the reasons these corridors have not been used hurt has caused disappointment but disappointment has actually lived up to its name this the absence or removal of our appointment disappointment is not a feeling It starts with, I feel a bit disappointed. But disappointment that is not taken to the cross and we are free from actually will live up to its name. It will remove our sense of disappointment. The amount of people in the body of Christ that are not uh, stepping into the fulfillment of what Father has declared is because they feel disappointed and they think it's based on a feeling because of what happened. But... The truth is, and I need you to hear me, this might be confronting, I need you to hear me. The power was not in what happened, the power was not in the feeling, but we allowed what happened and the feeling to remove our sense of divine appointment and step forward. Disappointment is a removing of our sense of appointment. And God comes today because he wants to reappoint you and recommission you. God said to me, this disappointment that has removed your sense of appointment, I need you to hear this. Because this is speaking to some people, even right now, you know it is. But maybe you're fighting it because, because you've been disappointed. But listen to what the Spirit of God is saying. I saw you still serving. You need to hear me. You're still serving, but you're not where you should be. You know this deep down, and I feel Father is stirring something afresh today. He is appointing you today, and He is recommissioning to you today. Sometimes when we get disappointed, we you know, might be a little bit of anger towards God, frustration, but you know there's things towards people, so we step back, but we say, but I still love God, so I'm still going to do this, and we think by the sacrifice, we're still honoring God, and God says obedience is better than sacrifice and this disappointment is actually the enemy is behind it because he's not trying to make you feel bad. He's trying to stop you stepping into the fullness of Father's intention, which includes righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Because I can tell you right now, and you're if you're honest, you'll agree with me. Anyone here that has felt like there's been disappointment and you step back, you are not walking in righteousness, peace, or joy in the Holy Ghost. You know that. You'll be honest with that today. And God does not want to come and rebuke you to take you backwards, to shame you. He wants to set you you free, to set you up for joy and peace and overcoming in the kingdom of God. The second thing I saw, and then I'm going to ask for a response, is I saw a picture of this congregation. I saw it in my mind's eye. I saw it by the Spirit, in the Spirit. I saw a picture of the congregation and scattered throughout the congregation. I saw the words insecurity and skepticism. And this was in the middle of the night, mind you, when God woke me up. And then I said, Father, what are you saying? And this is what he said. Skepticism comes from insecurity. And a right security comes from knowing who we are in Christ. And God says it's time to move past insecurity. And it's time to move past skepticism and to fulfill God's plan for your life. And he said in conjunction with that, it's also time to celebrate what God is choosing to do through you and through other people. Let me give you the answer to insecurity and skepticism. Start to thank God for who you are in Christ and start to thank God for who others are in Christ. You know those people that you don't like? God is passionately, passionately loving and delighting on them. I love what you said, John, this morning about the fact that God is not, he is not frustrated and angry with us or disappointed with us. Man, he, he, he's simply not. Someone in this room needs to hear what I'm about to say and you need to take it in your spirit. God loves the people that you don't like. This is not for everyone, but if it's for you, I want you to receive it. Some of us, by the way we treat people because they do things differently, the Spirit of the Lord would say, would you please get out of my way because I'm doing something good. I don't want to get in the way of God because of my attitudes, actions towards someone who has disappointed me. But you know what? Can I be honest? I've disappointed people. Can I be honest? You've disappointed people. And the grace I want to receive when I disappoint people, I, I need to give to other people. Because disappointment is not a, an action, an event, nor is it a feeling. It will, can start as both, but it always ends up in removing our sense of appointment. And today, God says, I want to reappoint and recommission. This is such a holy moment before we go on. I'd like everybody to close your eyes for a moment. If you feel like you're free in all of this, then I want you even quietly, I want you praying because I know that, I know that, I know that, I know that this is absolutely the word of God for some people here, but I know there's a fight on and there's a battle on and I've already bound the enemy, but I want those that feel free, I need you praying. I, even if it's quietly, so this I just want you praying, I want you praying because this is a defining moment. And to those that are struggling, every person closing your eyes right now, Maybe you know that you haven't walked down those corridors into those rooms with wonderful things because you know you have been disappointed and hurt. Maybe you know that you are feeling insecure or maybe you are skeptical over people and what they're doing and maybe it's tied to the hurt and disappointment and you know that that's your reality. Maybe you feel stuck, like I don't know how to move on. That's okay. We're we're just going to pray and we're going to allow the Spirit of God to do something here today. But I I come and I beseech you, I beseech you, I beseech you, I beg you, I implore you today. Please don't let the enemy win any longer. Your life is too precious and valuable and so is the life of that person sitting on your left and the right and in front of you and behind you and on the other side of the auditorium and on the front and on the back. But can I also say, please, 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 so are the lives of the people down the street and in the center of Wodonga and the center of Albury and the surrounding regions. People matter to God so much that he says, would we dare to say, God, I surrender afresh this disappointment, this hurt, this insecurity, the skepticism of God. I don't want to get in the way of what you're doing. I don't understand. And, and maybe I've even got questions of God, but I'm willing to go on a journey of laying it down because I want to walk down that corridor and I want to open that door to the good things that God has for now. For now, I prophesy for now. For now, that peace that eludes, that peace that eludes, God wants to give. That joy that eludes, God wants to give. That freedom that eludes, God wants to give. Every eye closed, every eye closed. And if any of that has spoken to you, you know, you know that you have Maybe become a bit stuck because of any of those things or associated things. Every eye closed. If that's you, lift up your hand high to God right now across this auditorium. Praise the name of the Lord. Just lift it up high. Lift it up high. Praise the name of the Lord. You can put it down. You can put it down. Just so you know, it is most of the people in this room. Do you know one of the plans of the enemy? One of the strategies of the enemy is to get him to get you to think that you are the only one that is going through what you're going through. Uh, I want to go back to the opening phrase that God spoke to me in Mac. It's just with this, every eye closed just still. I, I'm just speaking this into your spirit, and then I'm going to pray. This is what the, remember God said to me, the enemy has tried to take some of you out, but today is a day that we reverse it. We reverse it. We reverse it. i uh, I did not intend to do this, but I, I just feel the Spirit of God upon the situation this moment right now. I feel this is more important, more significant than any of us have thought about. And I declare, I prophesy, I release in the spirit realm. There comes a greater shift today as we respond together. So if you, that was you, which is most of you, I want you to stand to your feet. And I want you to come and flood these doors real quickly right now. Don't feel like I can't. They, what would they think? Your past is here. We're here. I'm here. Come right to the front. Right to the front. Right to the front. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then, if you come to the front, I want you to come and lift your hands to heaven. Where's John? Where's John? Where's John? Push through, John. Quickly grab your guitar. Just play with me. Come on, this is a holy moment, this is a holy moment, this is a holy moment. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, right now, we stand before you as people that are transparent. We stand before you as people that we admit we are we are broken, we feel broken. We feel like even though we have heard and know that God has plans and a purpose, Lord, we we can see in this moment of the light shining through. Please, Spirit of God, I'm asking you right now, right now, right now, please look to heaven, look to heaven. I see the light of God right now shining through the X-ray, and He's just highlighting. He's highlighting where that fracture was, where that bulging disc was. He he's he's highlighting where that disappointment got in where that hurt God and he he's highlighting where that skeptical mindset came in and right now by the spirit of the living God if you want that removed I want you to lift your hands up high to God right now I want you to say out of your mouth right now I'm going to ask you to say one thing and then I'm going to release it I'm going to release it and God the the, the Holy Spirit is literally going to do something supernatural but I want you out of your mouth say God would you please take it away from me now Now, Father, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose authority I stand in right now, may your light shine through. It has exposed it, it has revealed it, not to shame, but to heal. And right now, Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, right now I pray, right now I pray, right now I pray that you will bring healing now, 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 now 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 freedom I let it go now I let it go now maybe out of your mouth you want to say I let it go now I let it go now I let it go now hurt I let it go now disappointment I let it go now insecurity I let it go now skepticism I let it go now I forgive and I release come on say it out of your mouth I forgive and I release Lord in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ healing freedom Jesus' name, I prophesy and declare over your life fully aligned, fully functioning, fully flourishing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I release righteousness, and I release peace, and I release joy in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And I declare over your life, and I declare over your family, and I declare over your health, and I declare over your finances, and I declare over your emotions, and I declare over this church, and I declare over this region that he who the Son sets free is free indeed and you are free now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Praise God. You can look at me for a moment. Praise God, praise God, praise God. When the enemy is defeated, how many people have lived long enough to know that even if he knows it and even if we know it, he likes to try to come and knock and come back in to a place that he's been evicted from is is what the, even the Bible talks about. When you when you cast him out, come on. He goes around Arab places. He roams around trying to find somewhere else. And if he can't find, he'll come back to check if the house is still vacant or if it has now been occupied by something that says you can't enter this more. I believe in the spirit realm. I have released over your life that, 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 that the, the spirit of God now fills that place. Does anyone receive that? Now you need to refuse. And I mean just get a bit... In your face, angry, aggressive, refuse to open the door when the enemy comes and knocks again and says, But hang on, remember they, they did that. They remember this is how you felt. Remember it was a big deal. Remember they kept on coming. They came back and did it again and again, and he's going to try to gain access. But I say he has no rights. No rights. No rights. One of the things I got told a little while back was by the Holy Spirit. He said this, Steve, your mind is your mind. It's no one else's mind. It's not the devil's mind. It's not confusion's mind. It's not anxiety's mind. It's not fear's mind. Come on, it's not disappointments minds, it's not hurt, it is your mind and you can be transformed in the renewing of your mind by the washing of the water by the word. And I have had a fresh revelation even this morning, the power of thanksgiving. Last night with the elders and board, we just sat around and one moment we had a few moments where we just started to give thanks and wasn't amazing. Something happens, I enter his gates with thanksgiving. And I tell you right now, all those things that we have taken authority over and just got rid of, they cannot come into a house by thanksgiving and praise it's a new day praise the name of the lord praise the name of the lord that was two out of five i'm gonna can you just stand there for a few more minutes and let me just give you a couple pictures and let holy spirit meditate upon them because this is too important i now see that i'm seeing the connection Let me tell you the third picture I saw. And I'm just going to read this so you've got it on record. Do you recording it? Take your seat for a few moments. Okay, let's do that. Thank you. Okay. And we are recording? Okay, so while you're moving back to your seats, I want you to still listen to my voice. We're recording this, and this is what's going to happen. I'm going to encourage every person to get it because I've only got time to... Now, quickly download the other things, but there's so much in it that's going to help you move forward. So, I need you to grab hold of it. So, this is what it is. Um, this next picture, I need you to see this. This was so vivid. I saw a picture of a rapid fire scatter gun taking down many troops. And then I saw instantly a different picture of one long distance sniper style shot that took down the general of an army. Have you got the picture? The first one was just just a scattered gun. It was mowing down the troops. The second picture, which was uh, just straight afterwards, and I knew it was connected, was this one long-distance sniper shot that just took out the general of an army. And I was just like, God, what are you showing me here? And I was drawn towards the fact that in a war situation, even if many troops are mowed down, often the response is... To just send in more troops. Come on, think about Gallipoli. Think about some of the things that we've seen. They just send them more. Come on, send them more, send them more. But if the general is taken out from a long distance with an element of the unknown of where the shot was taken from, the result is fear in the whole army. And this can change the momentum and the direction of a battle. And I believe the interpretation of this for you, please listen, is to clearly identify the prince and take him out. Don't get caught up fighting many smaller battles that don't actually change the outcome of the spiritual battle that you are in. This is on an individual level, and this is on a corporate level. This is time to choose your battles wisely, more correctly, to ask Father to show you what is the greatest enemy here. What is the greatest enemy here? And then ensure you fight it, not lesser enemies. And God said with relationships, the greater enemy is not behavior. With relationships, the greater enemy is not behavior. Some of us are fighting behavior. It's not the greater enemy. Father, what is behind this? Are you hearing me, church? With obstacles, uh, Michael Kirsten, I just feel this is going to be something to do even with the future, to do with land and buildings and other things. That I need you to hear this part. With obstacles made by governmental and other governing authorities, the greater enemy is not decisions. It's not decisions, Father. What is the greater enemy here? And I want you to meditate upon Ephesians six ten to thirteen. You probably know it, uh, where it talks about finally be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Come on, we do not fight flesh and blood principalities and powers. Put on the armor of God. Stand firm. After we've done everything, else, we're still standing. We're still standing. Come on. We're going to be the army that is after we've done everything. We're still standing. We're still standing. We're still standing. As I declared to the elders and board last night in the army, you know what? Wounded soldiers are not discarded. They are looked after. They are healed. They are restored. We are going to be strong army for God. And I remind you about James 4, 7. Submit yourselves to God. Then resist the devil. He must flee. He must flee. The fourth picture, and I've almost done, Uh, yeah, the fourth picture is, I saw a picture of five becoming two. Now, on the surface, you think, no, Steve, you got that wrong. Surely, it's two becoming five. Come on, give us increase, the multiplication. No, the Spirit of the Lord said for some of us in this place, I need you to hear it. The picture I saw, I saw five, and it became two, and I feel this is A reducing of some activities which will result in increased potency, efficiency, and results. It truly is a case of sometimes less is more. And God gave me a picture of, say, some water that's flowing down. Uh, a wide space, say, uh, say a half a foot of water flowing down this brook that's, say, uh, 10 feet wide. And it's just this nice little flowing brook. But then it comes down to this place where suddenly the 10 feet wide becomes one foot wide. And now it is rushing through. And you think, where did all that water come from? It was there all along, but it was spread out thin and wide. But when it became concentrated, man, the power increased. Narrow the flow, increase the power. Narrow the flow, increase the power. Now, this is something in line with the five becoming two, and I need you to hear this, because this is actually a word that's going to bring release to some, but it's on the other side of a tough decision. So I need you to hear me, and I'm almost done, but I I don't want to dishonor God by not downloading everything. For some people, you have too much ownership in certain events and programs, and it has become unhealthy for you. Father will strip some things away, not because he is angry with you, but because he cares too much to allow a good intention become the very thing that derails you. I hope you heard what I just said. Sometimes we think God takes away something that's so dear to us because he's upset. Sometimes he takes away the very thing that is so dear to us because it has become so dear to us and has actually become a snare to us. The last picture I saw, and then I'm going to finish and pray, and I I, I know that the Spirit's done something this morning. This has not just been a nice thing. This is something shifted. This is the last picture I saw. I saw a picture of aerial support to ground troops in a combat situation. I saw aerial support to ground troops in a combat situation situation. And I feel the Spirit of God says there is a need for greater prayer covering to become a greater priority. See, we're going to be on the ground level. We're going to be fighting the spiritual battle. We need aerial support. Aerial support is prayer and intercession. And I felt God say this, prayer shifts things, not persuasion. Did you hear me? You know those relationships that you're fighting for and you're trying to persuade them? prayer shifts things, not persuasion. Sometimes we are the biggest obstacle to God moving when we take on the role of the Holy Spirit. God said to me some years ago with some people in my family that aren't saved, and I'm just wanting them to be saved, and He says, I'm a better Holy Spirit than you are. That's what He said to me. Come on. I want God to change people's lives but last time I read it's his kindness that leads people to repentance not my lectures not my persuasion not my not my nothing it's his kindness While we're trying to lead them into the truth so they can be free. Hang on, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit and He will lead you into all truth. we got to stop doing the work of God because we're failing miserably at it. I'm failing miserably. Come on, can we just call a spade a spade? When we try to do what God said He will do, we mess things up. But when we do what he says, I'm inviting you to be a part of the, so you know, so you can celebrate when they come into freedom, when they come into salvation, when they come into healing, when Wodonga and Aubrey is transformed. Do you want to celebrate says the Lord God Almighty? He says well I'm calling you to be an army but I'm calling you to give aerial support. I'm calling you to to lift up, to bind up, to heal up, to restore, to cover the broken not to expose them. I'm calling you to forgive 70 times 7. I'm calling you to run free from a and disappointment and hurt and insecurity and skepticism. If there is any person in this room that says today is a new day and I want to live free and light and fulfill the purposes of God and the enemy is no longer going to come against me and I refuse to be his punching bag any longer, stand to your feet with me right now and we're going to give God thanks and praise and we're going to finish. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord for victory, for triumph, for success. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, right now in this room, I just put a seal upon what you have said. If you just feel you want the Holy Spirit to seal, you don't want the thief to steal. Because remember, even with the parable of the sower, some of the seed fell on good soil, and people received it with joy, but then the cares of life came and choked it and tried to steal it away. Come on, I just, I I feel militant in my spirit. I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe you can pick that up this morning. Because I'm sick and tired of me giving away to the enemy, which what? Doesn't belong to Him. I think He's stealing it, but I'm giving it away. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Feel free to join me. No more, no more. Come on, no more, no more enemy in Jesus' name. I am free. I am free. I am free. Father, in the name of Jesus, we seal it. You know how we seal it? We add our amen. Let it be. So I need you to shout at the top of your lungs if you believe and agree with what is happening here and you say, I don't even fully understand this, but I say yes in the spirit realm, I want you to shout amen. And I don't want some weak, intimidated and super little thing like the enemy is still against you, but I want some victorious, triumphant thing, not for my sake, but for your sake. And let's sound notice to the enemy. His time is done in Jesus' name. So I need you to hear you shout. at the. T- I need you to hear you shout. Ready? One, two, three, amen. One, two, three. One, two, three. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.